1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. Every two seconds in America, someone needs blood, and one in seven patients entering a hospital require blood transfusions. This ranges from trauma victims to patients battling sickle cell disease or to ensure a successful organ or bone marrow transplant. Cancer patients use 25% of all blood donations, and blood transfusions are needed in one out of every 83 newborn deliveries in America. In fact, one blood donation could save up to three lives. January is National Blood Donor Month and on the line to tell us more is Claudine Van Gonka, Director of Community Relations and Media for the San Diego Blood Bank. Thank you for joining me.
0: Thank you, Vicki. Appreciate you having me on.
2: Start by telling us a little about the history of National
0: Blood Donor Month. Sure. So National Blood Donor Month has been observed since January of 1970. It was actually President Nixon who declared it National Blood Donor Month. And the goal is really to increase blood and platelet donations during wintertime, which is one of the most difficult times of the year to collect enough blood for the hospital patients that need it, which is why we celebrate it in January.
2: Tell us about the services that the San Diego Blood Bank offers.
0: Sure. So, if you want to donate, you know, you think of us as your standard, your typical, you know, blood bank. So, you come on in, you can donate whole blood, you can donate platelets, which is a component of blood, oftentimes used by cancer patients. You can donate plasma, which a lot of times burn victims will use plasma. And so, we are, you know, a blood bank for that intensive purpose. But we also are very involved in medical research. So, even if you are not eligible to donate blood, you can still participate in medical research. We work with the National Institutes of Health on one of their largest research programs ever. It's called the All of Us program. And the goal is to get DNA from about a million people across the United States in order to study precision medicine, which is really just, you know, medicine that's more tailored to your needs versus, you know, the masses. We are involved in a lot of other, you know, medical research projects from time to time that you can participate in. Something people don't realize is that we are also a cord blood bank. So we are the largest public cord blood bank in California. So, you know, mothers who want to donate their umbilical cord can know that there's some life-saving blood in those cords that really can do miracles for people with various, you know, illnesses, especially like leukemia and cancer and things like that. Another thing people don't realize is that we're partners with the UC Health Milk Bank. So when mothers who have had babies have excess breast milk, they can donate that breast milk to the milk bank and the milk bank then, you know, processes it and we deliver it to hospitals that need it along with the blood. So there's a lot going on at San Diego Blood Bank and, you know, we're just we're really happy to be a resource for people, and we really want people to come and join us and be part of our family.
2: What's the state of the current blood supply
0: in San Diego? Right now, we are at about a two and a half day supply of all types. And to put that into context, we like to keep at least seven days on the shelf. So not great at the moment. It does fluctuate you know, throughout the weeks and the months. But what we're really in need of and what we're always in need of, no matter what the time of year, are the O's, the O positive and O negative. Now, O negative is the universal donor, which means anyone can receive their blood. However, only about 7% of the population here in the U.S. is O negative. O positive is the most popular type. So most people in the United States have that type, but that's why it's used so often in hospitals. And so while we're always looking for every type because you just never know when someone's going to need your type, we absolutely always need those O's. If someone's
2: in need of a transfusion, is there any substitute for real blood? Like, can blood be
0: manufactured? You know, unfortunately, there is no substitute for blood. That's why blood is so unique in our healthcare system. You know, there is no synthetic blood. You might have, you know, read articles that, you know, talk about trying to create synthetic blood. But so far, the only way anyone is ever going to get a blood transfusion and be, you know, healthy afterwards is if people volunteer and donate blood voluntarily. That's the only way that's going to happen. You know, who knows what the future will hold. But for right now, you know, there is no substitute. Is a very, very precious thing, that blood. What are the potential ramifications if not enough people donate blood? Well, you know, you don't want to be that patient that's in the hospital needing a blood transfusion and there's no blood there. Because, you know, no matter how skilled your physician is, you could have the best surgeons in the world. If you need a blood transfusion and there's not blood there for you, I mean, your life won't be saved. And so it is detrimental, you know, for our community to donate blood for their own, you know, for you never know when it's going to be your mother or your brother or even yourself that's going to be in need of that blood. I hear
2: about cancer patients who are receiving half the blood that they need because there isn't enough blood for everyone. Have you heard of that?
0: You know, I'm not sure about other cities, but I can tell you here at San Diego Blood Bank, even through the pandemic, We're really proud to say that we were always able to supply our hospital partners with with what they needed. Now, sometimes that would mean, you know, hey, what are the surgeries that aren't emergency that maybe can wait, the elective surgeries that need blood that maybe can wait? You know, let's prioritize those who really need it to save their lives. And so I, I can tell you San Diego Blood Bank has always been able to meet the needs of those hospitals that we serve you know, so, so I'm, we're very, very proud of that. But we really owe that to the donors that are out there. They're very dedicated. They come on a regular basis because we always say it's the blood already on the shelves that saves the lives. We don't want to wait until there's an emergency or someone, you know, has had a trauma and needs multiple units that aren't there. It's, it's that blood already on the shelf that's going to save those lives. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
0: Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'm
2: speaking with Claudine Van Gonka, Director of Community Relations and Media for the San Diego Blood Bank. Tell us what the process of donating blood is like.
0: Sure. So when you come on in, I mean, we do ask that you make an appointment just to keep everything moving quickly and and smoothly. But if you just need to walk in, that's fine. Say you're walking into one of our donor centers or one of our mobile blood drives. You'll fill out some paperwork. And that's probably the longest part of the process is just filling out some paperwork. And then you'll go into one of our screening rooms and answer some select questions. That's where they prick your finger a little bit to test your iron levels to make sure that your iron levels are sufficient for you to donate blood. And we also give you information like on your hematocrit and on your cholesterol and different things that then you can track in your donor portal. So we always like to say it's kind of like a mini health physical. And that's, you know, a few minutes. And then you move on to the donor chair. And if you're donating whole blood, which is what people really think about when they say I'm going to go donate blood, a whole blood donation, you're in the chair for about 10 minutes. If you're donating platelets, that's a longer process because what we do is we pull out the blood and all the components, we pull out those platelets, and then we give you back what we don't need. That process about 90 minutes and the same for plasma. But after that, you know, you're on your way to our canteen where we make sure that you have some juice and, you know, a treat um, of some sort just to make sure that you're stable. We kind of watch over you for a few minutes and then you're on your way. And, and the great thing is one blood donation could save up to three lives because, again, one pint of blood has those different components, the red blood cells, the platelets, and the plasma, and those can all go to different patients in need. How safe is the process of donating blood? You know, San Diego Blood Bank and blood banks across the country are regulated by the FDA. So it is an incredibly safe process it's very, it's, I don't want to say sterile, but it's, it's very, very clean. You know, we have to adhere to all the FDA and CDC regulations. So, you know, that was a concern for people during the pandemic. You know, they didn't want to come out at all, let alone to what would be considered a healthcare facility. But it's a very, very safe and, uh, and reliable process for donors.
2: What are some of the general
0: eligibility requirements to donate blood? So to be able to donate blood, you need to be at least 17 years old or older. And we just reduced the weight restriction. So, now you can be 110 pounds or more. And then in general, good health. You don't want to be sniffling or having any coughs or anything. Just come, you know, in general, good health. And there's different things that can maybe preclude you from donating blood, including medications and things like that. So you'll want to go visit SanDiegoBloodBank.org, look at our FAQs and the Before You Donate tab, and you can find, you know, more information there. How should someone prepare for a blood donation? What we like to say is, you know, please arrive hydrated. And, And that really just helps the process along. Drink a lot of water. I personally recommend having a good meal beforehand just so that you're ready for the day. And and again, that hydration is key. And really just have a good frame of mind, you know, come in knowing that you're helping somebody. And and you don't want to do any physical strenuous workouts of any type uh, 24 hours afterwards.
2: And is there anything else that someone should not do after a blood donation?
0: You know, I would just say, you know, don't work out 24 hours afterwards, no strenuous activity, But use that as an opportunity. You know, there's your excuse to go, you know, hang out and go have a cheeseburger with some friends. But otherwise, the the process is really safe and doesn't really restrict you from any other activity. And where does the donation process take place? Well, San Diego Blood Bank has eight donor centers throughout San Diego that you can donate blood. And we like to say we're never more than 15 minutes from where you are. Our centers are uh, between Vista and Chula Vista. And then we also have the blood mobiles that are out almost every day of the year. And we are in every community. We're at grocery stores and churches and and local businesses so we make it, you know, just as, as convenient as possible.
2: What are some common misconceptions people have about
0: donating blood? That is a very good question. So one of the biggest ones is surrounding tattoos and piercings, because for years you were not able to donate blood after getting a tattoo or a piercing. And those regulations have changed. And so now you can donate blood after getting a tattoo or a piercing as long as it's in a state regulated facility you know, you can go the very next day. So we invite those folks to come out. And there's also been travel restrictions, especially as it pertains to areas in the UK because of mad cow disease. And and some of those restrictions have been lifted as well. And all that information is also on our website, but I do wanna note there was a change at San Diego Blood Bank in 2023 and that we began welcoming more members of the LGBTQ community. So previously, gay and homosexual men were not allowed to donate blood. And things have changed in that respect as well. It's all now about the activity, the sexual activity, not about who you identify as or what, you know, anything like that. Every single donor, regardless of, you know, who they are, whether they're male, female or, you know, non-binary, they are going to all be asked the same questions which will now allow more gay and bisexual men to donate blood. So we really encourage you know people to visit our website and learn more about that as well.
2: I've been speaking with Claudine Van Gonka, Director of Community Relations and Media for the San Diego Blood Bank. If someone can't support the San Diego Blood Bank with a blood donation, are there other ways that they can
0: help? There are absolutely other ways that people can help San Diego Blood Bank if they cannot donate blood. Again, sometimes you're precluded from donating blood, but you can still donate for research so you can participate in medical research. A lot of people don't realize we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so we do accept financial donations. We do need to fundraise for um, things like blood mobiles and equipment, special equipment, things that are capital expenses. We have sponsorship opportunities, and we really need volunteers. One funny thing is we have just about as many volunteers as we have paid staff. We need those volunteers and rely on them. They check people in at blood drives. They work special events. They help us in the business office. There's a lot of different opportunities there. And and we really hope that people will consider supporting San Diego Blood Bank in whatever way they're most comfortable. And is there anything else you think we should know? As you mentioned, Vicky, you know, every two seconds in America, somebody needs blood. And one in seven people going into the hospital are going to need a transfusion. And it's not just those trauma victims. It is people who you know, have cancer that need like platelets for treatment. There's people who have afflictions like thalassemia and they need blood transfusions every two to three weeks to stay alive. And so, you know, we just, we want to really hit home the importance and, the, and the, the duty it really is of our community to come out and donate blood and do it on a regular basis. You know, if everyone who is eligible to donate blood did donate when they were eligible, we would never have, you know, a crisis situation. So just really encourage you come out. And if you don't know your blood type, that's another real great benefit of donating blood. If you don't know your blood type, donate blood and you will find out.
2: Well, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you for making a difference in our community and happy National Blood Donor Month.
0: Thank you, Vicki. You too.